Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Labor Day 2023. And I hope, and I mean this sincerely, I hope each of you have something planned today. We just kind of... You know, maybe you're not working today, maybe you're blessed to have the day off. And I hope you choose to spend it with, you know, people that are, well, just in your world. And, you know, maybe try not to dive too far into politics. No doubt it will come up, (laughs) especially if you're... If you're buying food for, you know, like a great outdoor barbecue or something like that, which is kind of a tradition this time of year, right? Now, the cost of everything, right? Thank you, Joe Biden. is all related to his policies. We know that. That's easy to, to trace. So, To let you know, uh, we have an interview with a fellow farmer that's coming up at the bottom of this hour. And the reason we do is because there is a very special event that is in its third year. And I'm going to share with you what it is, and it's an opportunity for you to, well, to engage your faith in a cool kind of way. We'll get into that as we go through uh, the show today. There's other things happening here in the state of Oregon. This is the interesting thing, and I want to throw this out to those of you who are state employees. Tina, Governor Tina, has decided that, well, because the legislature got embarrassed by the fact that the state of Oregon was paying something like 432 state employees to live out of state, not not to live out of state, but to pay for their travel costs, reimbursement for everything, to come back into Oregon. They lived as far away as apparently as Texas, places like that, and Florida. And they were working for the state of Oregon. That policy ended because the legislature got embarrassed about it. Kudos to Willamette Week for for exposing that, and we we talked about it at the time. Well, Tina decided that as of Thursday, well, actually Friday, that reimbursement policy is no more. Now, this has been talked about, and she signaled that this was going to happen. Here's what's interesting. The Jefferson Public Radio story, you can't get any further to the left than Jefferson Public Radio, folks. It's an OPB affiliate. Anyway, um, the story says that you would think that this reimbursement policy would have a negative effect on employees living out of state who now have to pay their own way to come back into Oregon, right? To come to meetings and that type of thing. You'd think it would be negative. Well, it hasn't. From the story, listen to this. The specter of new travel costs has evidently not deterred state workers who see a benefit in living and working out of state. In February, DAS officials told lawmakers 
that 432 of roughly 40,000 executive branch employees that work for the state of Oregon were designated as out-of-state remote employees. In August, as of August 28th, that number was up to almost 500, 496. So the question is this, what's more important to these people to live within the borders of Oregon? Why wouldn't they want to live in the borders of Oregon? Why would they want to live in other places? If you are a state employee and you you want to share some insight about this, because I, I am, I mean, I have my political reasons why. You know, if you work for the state of Oregon and you live in Florida or Texas, which are no tax states, no in-state income tax state, they don't have any state income tax, okay? If you work there, my guess is you're still paying taxes to the state of Oregon. Now, when you live in Vancouver and you work in Oregon, under Oregon law, you still pay state of Oregon taxes, income tax. So it's not that you're going there to escape taxes. So what are the other reasons? If it isn't personal income taxes, why would you choose as a state worker to live out of Oregon, even though it's gonna cost you more money? And in fact, those states, both Texas and Florida, I mean, there are others, certainly if you live in Vancouver and you work for the state of Oregon, you're gonna pay a sales tax, just like in Texas, just like in Florida. It's going to increase your cost of living. So if you are a state employee and you know you have fellow co-workers, I mean, there's only 500. But even if you've considered moving out of the state of Oregon, why? Why would you do that even if it costs you more? What is it about Oregon that would cause you to go somewhere else? I'm just curious. I really want to know. If you just want to speculate on it. As a state worker, I'd love to hear from you. And it's not limited to state workers, too, by the way. Any of you that want to comment on that, I just find it very interesting. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220 is that number to call. Or shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am, jeff at kslm.news. In other news. Jim writes in on, in an email about self-defense. He says, I was reading somewhere, probably on Ammo Land, that there's this idea that AR-type firearms serve no practical purpose for self-defense. Hmm. Well, sure they do. If someone's going to assault you, wouldn't you want an assault weapon <laughs> to defend yourself? Put a laser on it. Put a light on it. You can shoot from the hip in the dark much easier to handle than a pistol and a lot more accurate. Here's the thing. A popular TV series, Stargate SG-1, which I never watched, but says where the characters go everywhere in the galaxy carrying H&K MP5s and FMP90s, 
always say their weapons are just for self-defense. Always. That's true for all those darn TV shows and for actual law enforcement. You see them with AR-style rifles and SBRs all the time, and they only use them to stop a threat. Isn't that self-defense? You don't see them shooting people that aren't a threat, do you? Hmm. So it makes perfect sense to me that if they work so well for law enforcement and TV actors, it should work just fine for us regular folk. You know, hard to argue with that, Jim. I just would say that you make too much common sense because the arguments around yours and I's right to defend ourselves by any means necessary, those arguments, especially when it comes to the Second Amendment, are irrational and illogical and not based in fact at all. Uh, Board of Forestry, by the way, thanks to Gary. Uh, Board of Forestry meets on the 6th and the 7th. This is their last public meeting before they adopt this locking up the forest for 75 years policy, state forest. If you want to comment on this, I will have a link to the Oregon Association of Loggers, okay, so that you can comment on it before they adopt it. This is very important. I'll have that up so you can send in. This is your last opportunity to testify. Your op- your deadline to register to testify was September 1st, so that's it's long since gone. You can still submit a video. Yeah, no kidding to the Board of Forestry. And there's a link to that also. So I'm going to put this up on the show plan. I think it's very important, friends. The idiocy of locking down our forests. It's just that. It's idiocy. It's its beyond rational thought. Anne-Marie writes a uh, text message. Remote workers might have a spouse and or children that prefer climate in other states. Or they may have extended families they want to live closer to, like grandparents. Great reason. That's a great reason. Even if it costs you more money. Now, now let me say something here. It's not cheap to live in Oregon, is it? There are some states where even though um, it may seem that your your cost of living, your overall costs are going to go up because you are not only paying Oregon state income taxes, but now you're paying a sales tax in an out-of-state state. Some of those states have a lower cost of living overall. And maybe because those are more, quote-unquote, red states. Now, Washington state isn't for sure. There's no question about that. But Maybe some of those red states are more preferable to live in for political reasons. Or maybe like Anne-Marie suggests, maybe it's climate. Maybe you'd rather live in the hot and humidity of Texas or Florida 
for those fantastic winters. Or maybe you do have grandparents or others that you want your children, or maybe you just want to grow up in a smaller town with more conservative values, which you can do in Oregon. I mean, there's lots of rural towns in Oregon that still have very conservative values. Anyway, I'm just curious to know, if you are a state employee, what do you think about that? Or if you just want to comment on it, would you be willing to move to a state that isn't Oregon and still work for the state of Oregon and why? Friends, I want to remind you, if you're looking for a contractor that you, in fact, can trust, come into your home and do some great remodeling, especially in those areas of your home where, you know, just like a kitchen. Boy, if you screw that up, and I've done it, okay, we'll talk about misery in your life. Try mucking up your your kitchen for a while. Well, Eric Azer at Righteous Renovations is a guy who knows that. He's very sensitive to that. He'll work very hard with you to minimize any impacts there. So go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com, RighteousRenovations.com. By the way, if you're going to be doing something for fun today, what is it? On Labor Day 2023, where we celebrate greatness of working, not sitting in your basement collecting money, playing video games at your mom and dad's place. No, actually out working creating a living for yourself, being productive in society. We celebrate that today, don't you? I do. Back in a moment at 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Again, if you want to call a comment on why you would want to live outside of Oregon, but still be an employee and work for the state of Oregon, I can think of a reason is that maybe you want to live in a warmer climate just because maybe you're a little bit older and you want to stay in the PERS retirement system, especially if you're a tier one or a tier two employee, which still has very, very generous benefits. That might be a good reason, even though it may cost you in the short term because of paying Oregon income tax and sales taxes where you work or where you live now. Even though it may cost you a little bit more, in the long run, you'll get more money on the back end for retirement, for PERS. Is that a reason? Again, if you're a state employee and you want to comment or just you want to comment, period, 503-589-1220 is the power. Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.a. I've got a special interview with another farmer coming up on a very unique event coming up shortly that you're going to like. You might want to be at. Speaking of power, auto group, Power Honda, of course, is one of our sponsors. Today, if you go to their website, mypowerhonda.com, you'll see that they have 900 vehicles that are available, new and pre-owned certified. In fact, that chat window pops up, and Aaron is waiting to talk to you. And by the way, you can chat with Aaron. You just 
you know, over a chat window here. You don't have to call, talk to anybody about vehicles or maybe about service or parts. You can talk with him about that also. So go to MyPowerHonda.com, MyPowerHonda.com. There's some other things going on out there um, that is most interesting, including the what's what I find fascinating is that Portland has decided that, well, they're going to put in a policy not allowing drug use publicly. How well do you think that's going to work out? Because they're putting the caveat in there. Well, if the state of Oregon says it's okay. Yeah, right. They'll be sued by the ACLU. Uh, you can bet on that. By the way, in presidential Republican politics, the founder of Ron DeSantis's super PAC decided he's going to back Trump in the same interview where he turned on Ron DeSantis. The Gateway Pundit story. Now that's interesting, to be sure. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning to you. Hey, Jeff. Hope you had a great weekend. Little rainy, little stormy. Boy, yeah. <laughs> it affected, uh, you know, people going to the fair and stuff. But, of course, the fair's so damn expensive. Excuse my French. But I didn't give them any of my money, even though I went down and staffed the booth. <laughs> Uh, how, uh, how 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 expensive is it to get into the fair this year? I don't, I, well, I got in for free because I went and did the booze, so oh, okay. I don't even know. But senior citizens are reasonable. It's once you get inside, you can't afford anything. If you don't take your own food, you're going to almost go bankrupt. Bankrupt, because it's so dang expensive. Uh, but anyways, so... The reason I called, okay, is number one, uh, if you work for the state, then you ought to live in the dang state uh, because, you know, that way you can definitely check the efficiency and effectiveness of how state governments work. And then, of course, you and I both know uh, that it doesn't work <laughs> very efficiently right. and effective. I mean, you know, that's just, there is no dang doubt about that, Jeff. And uh, I want, uh, if somebody works for the state, I want my money's worth. Because my dang taxes uh, pay for their wages. So uh, this is stupid. But, of course, it's our wonderful woke state. And that's why we're so screwed up. I bet you... You know, in Republican states, that isn't allowed. You either show up for work or you don't have a damn job. Um, but I did want to mention, Jeff, guess who showed up at the booth and took a bunch of information about our voter initiative and stuff? None other who? than our wonderful Attorney General. Now, I wonder why they wanted all our information, Jeff. It's, of course, <laughs> uh, it's of course to uh, 
you know, try to circumvent anything positive we're trying to do for voter integrity and to make sure one person, one vote, and, and that our elections are transparent and stuff. But we did have some people show up from different parts of the state very interested in getting involved in our initiative because that's very good. But dang it, Jeff, you know, our state needs to run more efficiently and effectively. You and I both know it, and it just isn't being done. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some good state employees who definitely... Yes, there are. Very good. Yes, who definitely work their rear ends off and do a great job. But I'll bet you money that they live here in the state and they they work like normal people work you could be very right i think um it's an interesting question and i wonder how many other states have a very similar policy all the thanks Art. States. have a marvelous wonderful labor day t-boat state jeff yeah <laughs> love you on a tractor <laughs> Uh, Richard writes an email, says, I don't know about living out of state and still working for the state and paying state income tax, but if you are PERS retirees and live out of state, you do not have to pay state income tax in Oregon. Uh, that is true to a point, actually. It's more complicated than that, but it's generally true. Back in a moment with a special... Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us today on Labor Day 2023. I hope that you are not laboring the way that I am. Amanda is our producer. And uh, our next guest, whom we're going to talk to in just a moment, who's a fellow farmer like I am. In a moment, we'll talk with farmer Tim uh, Ammon. Folks, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but at the Burning Man Festival, you know, that hedonistic thing down in the Nevada desert, they got a little wet with those big storms going through there. Well, did you know that your tax dollars that we are sending by the billions to the Ukraine apparently has paid for a group of Ukrainian artists to put up a big old uh, artwork that they're going to burn. It was actually set aflame Thursday morning. Yep. So not only are we paying for pensions of Ukrainians, which we are, by the way, something like $8 billion so far, but we're also paying now for artists, Ukrainian artists, to burn things in the Nevada desert. I just thought you might like to know that. Something else that I might want to remind you of, you know, even though it's uh, been a little bit cooler for a while, it's going to get warm again. Great reason for you before fall sets in to go to Freedom Heating and Air. If your HVAC system is not working right, call them. Have them come out and do a tune-up. So that when the really cold weather starts, you're not miserable. Give them a call. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Or check out their website. Freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. 
Net. Tim Ammon joins us. Tim, good morning to you. Well, good morning, Jeff. Uh, thanks for having uh, me on. You are a fellow farmer like I am, and uh, we, I think you and I farm similar crops, uh, hazelnuts and some grass seeds, right? Uh, correct. Yeah, we're, well, we're, our entire farm now has all been converted over to hazelnuts, so I noticed that you have joined the club and you're going from nuts <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Oh, boy. Don't start on the hazelnut jokes now, Tim. Uh, the uh, the Oregon Ag Prayer Breakfast, folks, is coming up on September 11th and 12th. OK, this is a free prayer breakfast and it, you can't miss it, folks. It's in a big, big old white tent right on Interstate 5. It is just south of the Highway 34 interchange south of Albany. You cannot miss it. There's farm equipment out there right now. If you're up and down I-5 with big signs on it, you can't miss this tent. It is a free ag prayer breakfast. And the night before, they've got a free country and western concert, too. Now, Tim, uh, this is the third year for this event. Why are you guys doing this? What do you hope to achieve with this? Well, it all kind of boiled down three years ago. One of the lead guys that uh, came up with this great idea of meeting together and praying um, with uh, what was happening in the Capitol on the 6th. So this was on the 5th. He, he was just really disturbed and stirred, and he woke up kind of all angst, and he felt like uh, the Lord was saying to him, you know, you can either complain or pray. And so out of that, wake up uh, at 4 a.m. three years ago, uh, we came up with the idea of meeting. And so with, you know, the COVID restrictions and all that was going on, the turmoil in the world, uh, we wanted to meet as a group. And so the typical thing would have been actually to meet in the building. And so we were going to meet at the uh, Albany Expo Center. And after meeting with them for a bit, it got to be such a complex way to, to gather together and uh, it'd be almost impossible. And then somebody came up with the idea, well, we can meet outside. And so that's where we formulated the idea. Let's meet out in a large field, which uh, ended up with a large tent. And our first gathering three years ago was, was in a, in, in this field, a growers field right off the freeway there. And uh, that's where we decided Let's not complain, but let's gather together and pray. And let's think about the things that are important and actually turn our eyes to being to, toward God and being thankful for what we have. And so that's how it got started. Yeah, and, you know, that's an, just something that is so needed right now because America is even more polarized than ever as we enter into the, well, as we've endured just what happened in the Oregon legislature with the big Senate walkout and then the betrayal and and then the, you know, what's going on on the national level with uh, Joe Biden, the continued exposing of his corruption and the deep state covering for that and attacking Christians specifically, which is happening all over the world, but the Biden administration specifically going after Christians at every level. Uh, and then, obviously, this presidential election that's coming up, if there was ever a need for prayer for our great constitutional republic, it was now. It is now. Now, friends, I want you to go to the website. Where you can learn more about this. It's Oregon 
Ag, A-G, Oregon Ag Prayer Breakfast, all one word, dot com. Oregon Ag Prayer Breakfast dot com. And then right at the top, it says, tired of bad news? We have two options, complain or pray. So this is open to anyone, right, Tim? Yeah, basically we invite, uh, you don't have to be a farmer to come, but we have, you know, members of the, you know, forestry. There's first uh, response people are invited to come. And so this is really not just a prayer focusing on farming, but on just on families and uh, we're going to be there gathering and just asking and thanking God, first of all, for the blessings of the farms that we have, our families, a blessing over them. It's uh, it's an opportunity to pray for our first responders. And also it's an opportunity that says, you know, the scripture says to pray for our leaders. And uh, we want to pray for a change of heart of these people that are leading our country, that they would turn and seek uh, godly wisdom as they lead. And so, you know, who's going to do that? Well, God is a God of the impossible, and I know we're living in some impossible political times, but again, we turn our eyes to him. That's where our hope comes from. It's not from the things uh, that of, of here, but again, we're we're so grateful for the inheritance that we have, and and so that's why we're gathering, and the thing is, you know, we're gathering out in the middle of this field there, which again is God's, and so we thought what a wonderful place to meet is in his uh his living room and so it's been a real, real a blessing every year the weather's been good and so that's another thing we pray for too is being farmers you pray for weather a lot <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> we just finally got our first rain since i think may 2nd it was a dry year for us grass seed guys wasn't particularly great uh my hazelnut tree suffered a little bit because it didn't have water on them because i grow fescue right. between the rows tim uh, right. and, and and I don't have drip yet. I will. Uh, I won't have that problem next year. So at any rate, folks, go to OregonAgPrayerBreakfast.com. And there's a great video you can watch. So the free breakfast is September the 12th at 8 a.m. Okay. The night before is the free country and Western concert, September 11th. It starts at 7 p.m. In fact, one of the groups that performs there, Tim, you may not know this, is Cornerstone. And I am one of the three founding members of Cornerstone, as a matter of fact. was oh. with them a number of years, Gordon and Peggy and so forth, uh, longtime friends of ours. Friends, again, go to OregonAgPrayerBreakfast.com. Now, i got to ask you, how this is a free prayer breakfast, so it's free food. How do you guys pay for that? Well, that's a really good question. And so, you know, everyone loves some free food. And you mentioned that to a farmer. He'll be right there. So, we're, <laughs> yep. we're, And it's not just a little simple yogurt and uh, some granola. It's actually a full breakfast. It's uh, pancakes and eggs and bacon. And it's done by a local caterer in that area. And she does a great job. But uh, the, the, the monies that are raised for this are, are substantial. But... Uh, we have over 100 different uh, ag-related companies and other businesses that have caught up with the vision. They want to support that. So it is sponsored uh, by local businesses. And like I said, over 100 different uh, people have signed up to help. And we're always looking for additional people willing to donate to this cause because, you know, there's an expense for the tents and sure. food and right. chairs and all these things. So we've uh, 
always seeing God provide every year, we, every bill's paid. And so we're doing a lot of this is a step of faith, and uh, God always provides. The night before Monday, September 11th at 7 p.m., country and western singer Sam Smith is going to be there. That concert starts at 7 p.m. It's free concert. There are food trucks that are going to be on site at 5.30. So you get off work, go on down. Again, if you go to OregonAgPrayerBreakfast.com, you can see the map. You can see exactly how to get there. It's very simple and easy, folks. You cannot miss it. Free country concert. You can buy food at the food trucks. They're there at 5.30. The concert starts at 7 the next morning, 8 a.m. Tim. Thanks so much for joining us. Be blessed out there today, okay? And you too. And uh, and definitely, Jeff, remind them to sign up for the breakfast. That way yes. we get a head count. Yes. Free, folks. It's easy to sign up at OregonAgPrayerBreakfast.com. Be blessed, Tim. Thank you for having me on, Jeff. 648, back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. You know, I did hear from one state employee, and you're going to, it makes perfect sense why a state employee in Oregon would want to live outside of the state of Oregon. We're going to share that with you in a moment, and then Linda's got a great question about that. Got to remind you, you know, it is, I mean, here we are, first part of September, it's Labor Day. Hope you're having uh, a great, um, great opportunity to, to take the day off. Just celebrate labor, working. Now, I can't. I'm a farmer. You just, you know, we just talked with Tim Ammon. Oregon Ag Prayer Breakfast coming up um, here Monday and Tuesday next week. But, I, you know, we work, we farmers. But for those of you who don't have to, I hope that you really just celebrate the greatness of America. And one of the greatest things about America is work. Whether you're working for someone else or you're working for yourself or you start a company. It's a lot of work to start a company. Those of you who've done it, you know exactly what I mean. It's all consuming in so many ways. My pillow is one of those great American companies that has come from absolutely nothing. If you if you've heard Mike Lindell's story about being a crackhead addict, while wow, he started my pillow, by the way. And getting, you know, saved and and changing his life around, you know, becoming, you know, crackhead to CEO. It's, it's a great book. Well, MyPillow is one of our show sponsors here. And right now, over the Labor Day weekend, there are some special deals. And if you go to MyPillow.com, you can check out those deals. And you can get huge discounts. You know how I rave about these six-piece towel sets? They're 50% off. If you use the piece, the promo code PC23, 
That stands for political coffee. It's our initials. 23, the year 23, PC 23. And on all of, and you scroll down, all of their products, you get huge discounts. And I want to call your attention to those slippers. Because I gave away a lot of slippers. In fact, there's a little, uh, there's a little um, asterisk there. It says early Christmas special. That's exactly what I did last year. I had bought a pair of my pillow slippers oh, like a couple years ago. They're fantastic. This is the slip-on style that uh, you can wear around outside. Just recently, I got a pair of the moccasin-style slippers that have sheepskin lining. And those are more that I kind of wear around the house kind of a thing. But the other original pair, I wear them outside. Because they, they've got a great soul for that kind of thing. It's perfect for it. Right now, those slippers are just $29.98. Again, I bought, I don't know, probably seven or eight pair last year and gave them away as Christmas gifts. This is your opportunity to do it. So you know what? I want to encourage you to go to MyPillow.com slash PC23. Or just go to MyPillow.com, period. But be sure you use the promo code PC23. And you not only support Mike Lindell and his work and his passion for entrepreneurism and capitalism as we celebrate Labor Day, but also his passion for election integrity. And you also support this radio show and KSLM. So go to MyPillow.com. And use the promo code PC23. Or if you're going to call them, just call 800-725-5298. That is a number that is specific to this radio show. 1-800-725-5298. By the way, thank you to all of you. I get a report on a weekly basis of those of you who have purchased products. Thank you so much. Uh, we are grateful. And by the way, you will never regret buying anything from my pillow. I rave about their products because they are extremely high quality and they're all made in the United States of America. A state employee who shall never be named writes this about my central question today. I know of several state employees who live outside of the state of Oregon. The main reasons for doing so are to be closer to family, mostly grandchildren, to be in a place they plan on retiring or because their spouse works outside of Oregon. I didn't know that. that. That makes perfect sense, too. However, for some, there was a desire to live in a place where the cost of living was lower and where the left doesn't dominate the political and social life of residents of the state. They moved to purple or red states as a result. Okay, fair enough. Linda writes a question. What sort of categories do these out-of-state workers work on? How can you be a representative of the state of Oregon if you have no feeling for what's going on in the state? They have to be more than just statisticians. Well, fair enough. I mean, that's a fair question. That's one of the reasons why they are required to come back to the state of Oregon. And we had this reimbursement policy, right? We paid 
for them to come back to the state of work. Now, those of you who are state workers, you know, meetings, 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 meetings. <laughs> That's so much of bureaucracy is about meetings. Well, it's a necessary evil. You have to do it because you got to be you got to be in touch with each other. You got to know what's going on. You got to get the edicts from, you know, formerly Queen Kate, now Queen Tina. And you got to comply with that stuff. So, yeah, you do get back to Oregon. Now you're going to have to pay your own way. I think that's appropriate. If you want to work for the state of Oregon and finish out your purrs or be closer to your grandkids or live in a lower state or just escape the madness of the insanity of leftist Marxist policies being rammed down our throats, I don't blame you for wanting to move out of the state of Oregon. I've thought about it by myself, you know, but for me, I'm a fifth generation Oregon farmer. I'd have to give up my farmland. That's my heritage. I ain't going to do that. I'm going to stand and fight. That's what this radio show is all about. And I deeply appreciate each and every one of you who listen and who contribute in some way or just maybe share this radio show with other people in your world. Thank you for doing that. I'm deeply grateful for it, and this radio station is deeply grateful. So today, as I hope you're going to do something that's just fun. And, you know, I'm going to be on a tractor for most of today. I will get off the tractor probably early and go cook something on the barbie just to sort of celebrate hard work. It's part of what makes America great. Liberty, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Sometimes work is the pursuit of happiness. Liberty. Celebrate life. Celebrate hard work. Celebrate labor today. Be blessed, each and every one of you. We'll be back tomorrow. Senator Dennis Linthicum will join us then. Make it a wonderful Labor Day. See you then.